Crawford versus Sean Porter. Fight prediction. Dun, dun, dun. Hey guys, Fight Junkie here. As usual, before we jump into this next episode, I want to remind you guys, you can hit me up on Twitter at FightJunkie.com. Follow me on Parlor at FightJunkie. Listen to me on Anchor, Spotify, Google, Apple, Amazon. Basically, anywhere you can find a podcast, I'll be there. You can also subscribe to the YouTube channel. Oh, wait. Hold up. Scratch that. YouTube deleted my channel. Um, let me think. Okay. I got it. You can also subscribe to the Rumble channel. Rumble.com slash Fight Junkie. Want live stream? Twitch.tv slash Real Fight Junkie. Terrence Crawford. Undefeated, 37 wins, 0 losses. Of his 37 wins, 28 are inside the distance. Sean Porter, 31 wins, 3 losses. Of his 31 wins, 17 are inside the distance. His 3 losses, all by decision. Currently, you have Crawford as a minus 700 favorite. Porter comes back at plus 500. Those are straight lines. We'll go, won't go. 12 full rounds, we'll go, minus 175, won't go, plus 125. You have Crawford wins inside, plus 235. Crawford wins by decision, minus 120. Porter wins inside, plus 1230. Porter wins by decision, plus 9 to 1. Fight is a draw, 22 to 1. I think the odds are a little bit wide. Not crazy because Crawford is considered by many to be one of the best pound for pound fighters in the world. But Porter, I think, is probably the best guy that he has faced. And Porter is a dog. I mean, he's very consistent in what he does. He's good at what he does. And win or lose, he fights close, tough battles. I think you saw that with Spence. A lot of people counted him out in that fight. It was competitive. In fact, if you look at his three losses, they've been competitive. And in fact, if you look at his wins, most of his wins are competitive. He's just in close fights, win, lose, or draw. This is the way that he fights. The judges like his style. He does a lot of things inside the ring that obviously they give him credit for. And he fights tough, close fights against elite good guys in the divisions. He's definitely a top-tier type of fighter. And I think Crawford, while he has been on a really nice run as of late, he doesn't fight as much as people would like. And of course, the super fights seem to be evading him for whatever reason that is. And so I think when you look at his resume, Porter is probably the best guy that he's faced. So when you look at the line, I mean, depending on your book, you get minus 950 on Crawford straight. That's extremely high with Porter coming back at almost 7-1 to one straight. That's very, very high, in my opinion, for what I think is going to be a close competitive fight. Now, does that mean that Crawford shouldn't be the favorite? No. Does that mean Crawford probably won't win the fight? No, I'm not saying that either. I'm just saying that Porter is going to put up one hell of a fight, and I would be surprised if Crawford is just able to dominate him because Name me a fighter that just dominates Sean Porter. That generally does not happen. He's always competitive. 
even when he doesn't look his best he's competitive and like I said even when he wins some fights he doesn't look like a world beater out there it's a competitive fight and then on the other side when you see him fight against Spence and everybody thinks he's going to get blown out he's in a competitive fight so he just fights tough fights that's just the type of fighter that he is and I would expect the same against Terrence Crawford on Saturday even though Crawford is the the name the A side even though I've seen some people that think Crawford <clears throat> is going to be able to finish him early I would be absolutely surprised at that in fact I'd be surprised if Crawford finishes him to be honest with you if he does finish him it would probably be late really late maybe 10 11 12 rounds and even that I'm not certain on I think probably this fight goes to the scorecards I think probably this fight is competitive I think probably Porter wins rounds and I think probably you have a very close fight on the scorecards maybe even Porter is able to scrape by on one of the judges cards and get a little more love than Crawford that wouldn't be surprising to me at all I've seen a majority decision maybe a split decision or a UD decision for Crawford but with the scores being competitive a 15-13 16-12 type of fight where Porter is giving as well as he is taking but maybe he's just a little bit behind Crawford and what Crawford's able to do. I think if Crawford fights Porter on the inside, which he will at times for sure, that's going to give Porter the best opportunity to win rounds. And I say win rounds because I'm not mentioning a stoppage for Porter because he's just not a big hitter. He does a lot of good things and a lot of things well, but power is not one of them. And that's that's going to be a detriment in this fight because Crawford also has dog in him. And even though I think Crawford will box at times and try to catch Porter coming in, I also know that he will stand and bang with Porter. And since Porter isn't a big hitter, Crawford's going to be able to do that and not really have to worry about getting hit with a huge shot. Of course, if you get hit with a shot, you don't see anything can happen. Porter's not a bum by any means. It's a stretch of the imagination. But he doesn't carry that big double shock power. I'm just going to hit you and lay you out. So you can make a mistake against Porter and generally get away with it. Porter usually wins his fights based off volume, his aggression. And he likes to be in dog fights. And I expect that's what he's going to try to do to Crawford. I think he's no way in shape or form can outbox Crawford. And if he tries that, then yes, he he would be on the losing end of of, of a decision Certainly because I don't think he has the skills to outbox Crawford. Uh, but I think he can make it I think he can make it difficult for Crawford by getting inside, roughing him up, and fighting that dirty style of fighting that he likes to fight. I'm not saying he's a dirty file fighter. He likes to fight a rough a rough style of fighting where he pushes you around, uses his head, hits you low, hits you high, hits you on the hip. He just he's a tough old dog and that's the way that he wins fights. I think he needs to draw Crawford into that. And even with that said, Crawford is going to be able to excel in those type of situations. I just think it would be easier for Crawford if he boxes and mixes in the slugging instead of just a pure slugfest. But with Crawford, you never know. He may come out there and they may just stand in the center of the ring and go toe-to-toe. It's possible. Like I said, Crawford's been on a like eight or nine fight win streak where he's knocked everybody out 
Again, I think that snaps on Saturday against Porter because Porter's a different kind of breed than what Crawford has been facing. And unless it's a shot that Porter absolutely does not see out of left field, I would be very, very surprised if Crawford was just able to run him over. I think even when Spence caught him, it was the 11th or 12th round in their fight and dropped him. I mean, you could see that that Porter is resilient. The way that he went down, he got back up. I mean, the way that he fights, the way that he conducts himself. I mean, he's a he's a very hard man, and that shows in the ring. And I would expect him to bring that same type of hardness against Crawford that he's done throughout his career. Unless there's something with, you know, we're not, Porter's getting a little bit older. You know, he's been in a lot of tough fights. Unless it's something that we're not expecting get old overnight something happens like that then of course obviously all bets are out the window but if it's the porter that we know the porter that we know and love the porter that's been consistent and resilient for his entire career and there's really nothing to suggest that Crawford's going to be able to do what nobody else has been able to do which is stop him and I think you see that with the line especially with the over it's right around minus 175. That makes sense to me. You can get it as low as like 150. I think that's a pretty decent line in what I believe is going to be a competitive fight. When you're looking at Porter, if you like him for the upset, even though the straight line is getting higher and higher, I don't really think you need to look at that. Again, he's not a big hitter, so you're probably going to have to pick your poison with Porter. I don't think you play Porter inside. I think... If you like him for the upset win over Crawford, you're going to look at Porter wins by decision. Depending on your book, you're looking at 7-9 to nine, roughly as far as the odds go. I mean, 9-1 to one on Porter by decision is really juicy. I think he's going to be competitive. I'm not certain he's going to be able to eke out a win. Again, he fights close fights, win, lose, or draw. And even in his three losses, you could say they were competitive. You could probably even make a case for every single one of those losses could have been switched to a win. That's the type of fight that he fights. But of course, if you had bet those three losses and a Porter decision, you would have lost, right? So, I mean, there's there's nothing out of the realm of possibility here that this fight goes to the scorecards and... Porter ends up losing a close decision. In my opinion, I think that's what's going to happen. I think he's going to be competitive. I think he's going to be the Porter that we know. I think Crawford's going to do good things. And I think Crawford's going to eke it out in the scorecards. I'm not certain it's going to be a YGD or maybe a majority decision. But I just feel that Porter's going to be with him most of the way, step for step. And then there'll be some intangible. There'll just be something that Crawford does a little bit better that probably gets him the benefit of the doubt in the scorecards, and that's how he's going to win the fight. But if you want to take a gamble, Porter wins by decision. Obviously, you can see those lines are, are pretty significant, and and it's possible. I'm not going to say it's probable, but it's possible if Porter was going to win, he would win by decision. Again, I've already made it clear that I think Crawford's going to win this on points. So if you're looking at Crawford, I don't think you take him straight. The only reason you would do that is if you assume he is going to be able to stop Sean Porter, do what nobody else has been able to do personally. Like I said, if Porter was somehow, some way able to be stopped by Crawford, I think it would be late. I think it would be 
where Porter was worn down, that Crawford had really done a lot of damage to him over the course of the fight, laid a lot of, a lot of leather on his face, and just kind of worn and beaten him down over the course of the fight. And then you'd get somewhere in those 7 through 12, 8, 9, 10, 11, somewhere around there where Porter was beaten down and busted up. Then you could probably make a case for that. But I really don't see that. But if you like that, there's there's props out there. You could take Crawford wins inside. That's juicy at 235. Again, I think it should be... I think it should be a little bit higher than that. Again, there's nothing to suggest to me that Porter's going to get stopped. Or you could also look at Crawford wins and XYZ rounds. They're out there. Again, I don't expect that to happen, but it's out there if you like it. And, and then as far as Crawford wins by decision, that is minus at every book. Depending on what book you're using, it could be minus 115, as high as minus 160. I think that's a play. I think you don't take Crawford straight because I don't expect him to stop Sean Porter. And I think you're getting a better value for your money by taking Crawford wins by decision. The line's not crazy. Crawford is the A-side. It's probably going to be a close fight, but he'll probably get the benefit of the doubts most of the rounds. And so then you're laying just a little bit there on the minus side to get a return on your investment. Again, minus 115, minus 120, minus 125. Those are all really decent lines on a fight that probably goes to a decision that's competitive, that sees Crawford win. Porter's Porter, Crawford's Crawford. Porter puts up a valiant effort. He he conducts himself in a manner that everybody expects. Crawford's able to get the win, and then there's more talk about Crawford versus Spence or Crawford, right? It just goes on and on and on. But for me, I think Porter is going to be in the fight. I think... Honestly, from except for the few outliers that that say that you know Crawford's just going to wreck Porter, which I think is absurd because again, there's nothing that even suggests that's going to happen. But I think most people are expecting what I'm describing here: a close, competitive fight with two top tier guys in the division. And I think that's what we're going to get. I really respect Porter; he kind of flies under the radar. But the way that he fights, especially against the competition that he's faced, is is not an easy task. He's very difficult to fight against and look good against. And I think that's why he's in a lot of competitive fights. Because even if you're able to do good things against Porter, it doesn't look like you're doing good things against Porter. It looks like you're struggling round after round after round to try to implement your game plan against Porter because he's on you like white on rice for most of the fight and consistently. And it's not like he's holding. It's not like he's running around. It's not like he's trying to avoid combat. Like he is on you pushing the pace, pushing the fight, and landing his own punches. If he was a bigger hitter, man, he would have a lot of knockouts because he throws a very high amount of volume and he lands a good significant amount of his punches. It's just that he's not a big puncher. But even when he's in there against these top-tier guys, they struggle against him because he they don't look good against that fighting style. And I think that's what you're going to see against Crawford. And, of course, everybody knows the skill set that Crawford brings. I mean, what can you say about Crawford? 
He's done what he's supposed to do. He's undefeated. He's got dog in him. If he gets you hurt, he's going to try to take you out for sure. I mean, what, what can be said about him? We know what he brings to the table. It's just I think Porter is the best that he's faced. And the style of Porter, if Porter is the classic Porter that we all know, then I think even Crawford is going to have trouble looking good against Sean Porter. That doesn't mean that he's not going to win the fight and that he's not going to win the rounds. But I don't think that he's just going to go out there and whitewash him. Just roll him over and be like, this is, you know, this is just another guy in the division. Look how, look how much more skillful I am than everybody else in the division. Look what I did to Sean Porter. I'd be surprised of that. I wouldn't be surprised if he's able to beat Porter on points. I wouldn't be surprised if he's able to beat Porter even in a lopsided UD where he's able to control Porter more often than not. But I still think Porter is going to be able to win rounds. That doesn't mean he wins a fight. Maybe he wins three rounds. Maybe he wins five rounds. But I still think he's going to be able to win rounds even against Terrence Crawford. That's just the type of guy that Sean Porter is. That's it for this episode of Fight Junkie. I will sock it to you tomorrow, baby. Fight Junkie out.